What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining The Light Side. I am so excited to bring this conversation with you today. I have Janet Havango with me, one of my very good friends and a level up life coach. And today we're going to figure out WTF, I almost said the real thing, is in your food. Because we had this conversation the other day about just what's in your peanut butter, like what's on your oranges, all of these things. And it it literally blew my mind so much that I was like, we need to record this conversation because she was making me so much more mindful of everything I was eating in the store. I was like, I don't want to touch anything. <laughs> so um, I'm very excited to bring Janet and all of her groceries with us today because we're going to go over all of this stuff, all of the common stuff that we typically eat, even things like fruits. So Janet, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited like this. I did a little grocery shopping this morning. I was at the shops and I was picking up some things that like I know that people want to like they kind of div div like divert to right so just natural you get the stuff that you get. Um, and so I was in the shop this morning and picking up some of these things and I haven't looked at the labels in a long time and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to like just share what in the heck all of this is. Um, but this is like literally like what we're going to talk like this could be like people write books on this stuff right like this is super super deep and i want to keep it very much at a level right now because <clears throat> for me when i started learning about this it really brought up anxiety and i was really struggling to like okay i know what not to eat i guess i'm just going to sit here and like enjoy my air because I didn't know what to eat, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so like, that's not my intention at all in all of this. And I just want, especially with what's going on today, we are spending more time at home. They're, we have kids that like what they like and they know the pictures and the, you know, the marketing and all of that. So I really want to make sure that like, as we move through this conversation, that it's very accessible and it's, it's nothing more than a awareness check right? Um, if you like your brand, get your brand, but maybe on something that you're not so attached to, get something different that has something else. And so like, that's really what I'm about. I'm not about saying, don't eat this ever again, because let's be real. As soon as I tell you not to eat anything, what do you want to eat? <laughs> right. So my main purpose for wanting to have this conversation, especially recording it and putting it out there is just so that we can be aware of what we're actually doing. Um, because like conscious, anything right levels you up in life if you're aware of what you're doing and how you're spending your time and your energy and the choices that you're making really bring you to that next space um and and control and we all want control like control freak of my own space like i want to do that so so that's what like all of this and i'm like so excited to just grab and like do that but i wanted to throw that out there that was really important to know that this isn't a please don't buy this None of these products even know I exist, so no one's paying me for this. <laughs> like, I am not promoting or demoting anything. Um, it's just, it's literally an awareness. I want you to know, we, we think that the government and the USDA and all of this really keep us safe. And really sadly, um, they do to a degree, but it's more of a, a result right now, right? If you eat this, are you going to live to see tomorrow? Most likely, but what's the long-term effects here? And that isn't considered. And a lot of these products that are in these are never even tested. Like they actually don't know how they affect us long-term. And that's really kind of scary. Um, so, and you know, the other thing, just to throw out this as a disclaimer, since we're going through this, I'm not a registered dietitian. 
This is just stuff that I have picked up in my journey of dealing with food anxiety, how to eat, what to eat, and what choices to make for my best. And I just wanted to share that with you. So um, I am a level up life coach, but I'm not a registered dietitian. And if you, there is a specific type of diet that someone wants to follow, definitely reach out to like a medical professional in that regard. So this is literally as you're driving through the shops, what are you driving? Because we drive through shops all the time, but shopping, walking through the shops, um, like what are you grabbing and what are you, like what is in there, right? That's, that's kind of the basis. So sorry for that, like, big old, like, front end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's great. And I, and I also, like, so the importance of knowing what's in your food. And like you said, there is, we don't know, like, the long-term effects of eating preservatives all day, every day. We don't know the long-term effects of eating guar gum and xanthium gum or however, whatever that is. It's in everything. Um, but we don't know the long-term effects. So I guess the importance of going into the food that you eat and looking at the ingredients and making sure things have, you know, good wholesome ingredients is, what is the importance of it? Like healthy insides, like brain function. What do you, what do you- Oh my gosh, all of the above. You are what you eat, but more than that. um, I mean, like I said, like we can go on and super deep in this, but the, the full thing is, is that your body, the very basic is this, is that your body does best with foods that it knows, right? My favorite thing is we, this is crazy, ready? We share 64% of our DNA with a banana. I'll say it American, a banana, a banana. I say banana. We, 64% of our DNA is identical to a banana. It's just ordered differently. And so when you start to eat foods, which your body recognizes as food, it processes it better. It pulls the nutrients better. We get more out of it. We feel, feel more satiated. We feel more full. Um, if your body eats stuff that it doesn't know, it confuses it. And instead of processing, it actually attacks itself. And this is how we end up with things like celiac. We end up with um, autoimmune disease. We end up with ADHD in some cases and, and on and on and on. Like these are, again, medical lists, like, but really big problems. And if we're eating foods consistently that our body doesn't recognize, which is 90% of the food on the market. I love the saying, if your great, great grandmother was alive, she would have no idea what to eat because nothing looks like food, right? <clears throat> and so as we eat these foods that we don't recognize, maybe it's not right away, but our body starts to go into a protective system and that it, it creates inflammation, right? And inflammation is the very baseline of all diseases. Every disease comes from inflammation. And so whether it's not happening today or tomorrow, whether it's not a direct reaction, you know, we get an allergic reaction and we break out in hives, right? That's, that's, a direct reaction, but this is different. This is something that we don't see. And maybe we feel gassy, maybe we feel bloated, maybe we feel like lethargic and tired. Maybe we don't even notice what we feel. And that would be more of that mindfulness and leveling up. And maybe we don't even notice, right? And we just think we do a lot and we're just tired. Um, and that all stems from your body not knowing what it's consuming and attacking itself, right? At the very basic level of all this, we could, again, People could argue a lot deeper, but at the very like surface level, that's kind of why I like to go into this. And I was eating a lot of dairy and I was very puffy and I like, I didn't understand. I was always tired. I didn't really get it. And once I started like really focusing on what exactly I'm eating, 
and choosing, right? I still eat ice cream every Sunday. Like I'm not even gonna like, I will choose, but it's about balancing and choosing. So yeah, that's what happens when we don't pay attention to our food is the long-term effects. Um, so that makes sense. And it reminds me of uh, compounding interest. So like, sometimes whenever we're like investing like even in our money and it compounds over time we don't actually see it getting bigger every day but the same thing can work in the negative so like if we're compounding interest with our food and putting kind of bad stuff into our bodies over time compoundingly we might not see it today or tomorrow like you said but a couple a decade of that you're going to notice it and maybe you know like you said inflammation is kind of like the baseline of a lot of diseases that happen. And I know autoimmune diseases are becoming rampant lately. Like my mom has rheumatoid arthritis and I don't know that she's ever, like she tries to eat healthy, but I don't know that she's looked at the ingredients. It's more so like protein, fat, and carbs. People mm -hmm. tend to look at for, it's like the macronutrients, but what is this, how does that actually made up? Um, so I think that's really important what you said and how like, and our brain is, or our, our gut is like our second brain, right? Or something oh like gosh. that. I call it the first brain. I okay. really think, but that, it's, that's my professional opinion. I, and I've heard <laughs> of that too. Your brain won't work if your gut brain is not functioning properly. The brain won't function properly. So yeah. And our serotonin, like 90% of our serotonin is produced in our gut. That might be, mm -hmm. I might be a little wrong, but th there's something right. about that. Yeah. It's like produced in our gut. So like if our gut is happy, we are happy. Yes. Like, it, yeah, like right away, like it's like directly related. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm happy that we're going into this because maybe people mm -hmm. who are suffering with inflammation disorders or like depression and they don't know why, like maybe it's what you're putting into your body over your period of time. So I'm really excited to get into this today. Yay, I'm really excited as well. These are really big questions and really big topics. So if there's something that I don't know, we'll definitely note it and we'll like go for digging because like this could, uh, people like have lifelong careers and like eight years of school, right? Like this can go very, very deep and very, very big. So yeah, I'm super excited to get into it because yeah, now we're talking about emotion and posture and like, you know, for eating, like, if you really want to grab that, like, really amazing apple, no, let's just get the pizza. You know what I mean? But if we're, like, here and we're proud and we have got a good, like, then it's all related. It's all connected. So, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up as well because so excited. Awesome. So where do we start? Do we start with the Dirty Dozen or do you want to start in the grocery store? Well, now you brought it up. Let's do Dirty Dozen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, this freaked me out, everybody. Yes. I also like a fairly new, I think it was a few years ago, but everyone's like, oh yeah, the dirty dozen. And I'm like, are we still talking about food? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? So it is safe to to Google dirty dozen, right? That's not going to bring you some weird stuff. Um, because it is a very common term. I, for most people, I, it was new to me too. So basically what it was blowing my mind is, you know, we all know organic. And I was the one not so long ago that I was like, organic is for rich people who want to have a label. Organic is for people who feel like they're not good enough to eat regular food, right? Um, and that was my mindset around organic. It's got a label, it says organic, which means it's twice as much. But really what, um, in maybe to some degree that's not far off, but there is a list and it's called the Dirty Dozen. And it is produced by the USDA and the Farmers Association and whoever these big names are that get together and say, okay, out of all the food and 
fruits, vegetables, berries, all the produce that we produce, what are the 12 most contaminated chemical pesticides, specifically pesticides? What are the most that hold on to these pesticides? So we all know as we mass produce crops, well, maybe we don't all know, but as we mass produce crops, um, you know, we spray for bugs, right? Because if the bugs eat the crops, then what are we gonna do? So these are pesticides. Um, the biggest one being Roundup. I'm just gonna say it because it exists and there's a lot of stuff around it. <clears throat> but they're, so they got together and they looked at all that they did all these tests on the average um, type of produce that holds on to the most pesticides. And so they created a list called Dirty Dozen. And I'm gonna pop over, I don't know if, you'll, if I'll freeze or what will happen, but I'm gonna pop over and just quickly read the list. And again, it's Googleable because um, that's how I got to this list is just Google it. This one is actually sent, can you still see me all right? I can't. No. <laughs> Where did I freeze? Okay. So this one is sent from, it's the ewg.org food news. I um, mean, it's the 2020 shopper's guide to pesticides. Should I actually share my screen? Yeah. So we have our dirty dozen and this is all you can, I don't want to spend too much time here, but I'll just roll down to the list so that it's quite quick and easy. So the dirty dozen, the most for 2020, the, the foods that have the most chemicals, the most pesticides still remaining in them after um, going through their processes and, and being washed or whatever is strawberries, number one. And I know for me in Arizona, that is super in season. They're everywhere right now. So strawberries, spinach, kale, nectarines, apples. Those th four are in red. I'm not really sure why that is. That would be interesting. Um, so apples are a big, big, big one. Grapes. Oh, I know. Grapes, peaches, cherries, pears, tomatoes, celery, which I didn't know was there, and I just ate a whole stock of it yesterday, <laughs> and because I was munchy, that's what I had, don't judge, and potatoes. Um, so here's the thing about the Dirty Dozen list, um, and I'll just leave that up for a second while I keep talking about it. Um, the thing about the Dirty Dozen list is not mean don't buy these items, right? What, what I take away from this is if you were on a budget and you have apples and bananas and tomatoes and avocados on your grocery list, right? I would choose to buy the apples and tomatoes from the organic and buy the other two non-organic and save a couple dollars. Yeah. So for me, it's a guide. Um, and there is a clean 13, I think, that one's harder to find. I don't, I've actually never Googled it as quick before. Um, so there is the other side of this, which ones really don't have money pesticides at all, and which ones can you really save your budget on when you're at the shop doing your produce shopping. Um, but for me, I keep these in mind. So I do splurge on organic apples only. Um, I can't say that I buy tom organic tomatoes, but maybe now I probably will more. <laughs> And just seeing this, I think last year blueberries were on it. I remember being attached to blueberries being organic and I don't see them on here now. So I don't know the guidelines and how this comes. I just know that this exists. And for me, it's a good um, just check in system. Like what's going on in our farms? Like what's happening? Um, and again, it's just a guide, right? Like if you don't have the money for organic strawberries, don't buy juicy fruits and buy like just buy regulars. Like they're not, these foods aren't awful. They're just a way to level up what you're already doing, right? Um, how do I get you back big? How do I unstop sharing? Oh, there it is, stop share. 
systems. We all know how much fun I've had with systems in the last three months. <laughs> We're getting there. So that's kind of the lowdown on the dirty dozen, the quick and easy um, guide to just where to spend a little bit more money to get that little bit more quality in your produce. Um, pesticides to me, like some people, I'll just wash them off or, you know, it's, it, they're just, it's for little bugs, it's safe. And here's the thing like that I kind of refer to in my brain is that if we use a chemical for a tiny little bug, right? That's great and all, I know, I'm sorry, this, this isn't a very, this isn't the most vegan friendly conversation, it's just not gonna have to be that way. But if you think about our gut bacteria, that's what it is, it's bacteria. And we are a combination of a bunch of little bugs. So yes, eating that apple today that's not organic is not going to cause you damage, right? But the more that we consume, over time is going to have the same effect. We have the similar DNA as almost, and I don't know what percentages for every single living thing, but we all come from the same atoms. Like we exist on a, on a very science level. We're kind of made of the same stuff, right? And so if it's going to kill a bug, eventually we're in line. Like you can't really divide the two, right? So um, that's just kind of, I will choose more often than less often. And that's just, I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> definitely. It definitely does. It's yeah, it's a guide and you pick and you pick and choose your battles. And like, now that you have the yes. awareness now, when you're in the grocery store, if you want to get, and even like, you know, bananas, they kind of have a peel. So those are okay to maybe not do organic if you want to do the organic apple. So I think it's a, it's a great more of a guide and just leveling up your awareness so that people can make a little bit different choices when they're in the grocery store, starting yeah. with produce. Starting with produce. That when you walk in the shop, there it is. That's where you should start. And there's a little trick. I don't know if you know this and um, I'll just throw this in because it works, but the way you're supposed to, from a health coach standpoint of shopping your grocery store is actually the perimeters of the grocery store. I don't know if you've ever like, heard that before. Um, some people have, some people haven't, but just if, if you walk the perimeter of the grocery store, there's very little reason to actually ever go down the, lot, the aisles. Um, if you're shopping from a health coach standpoint, as far as what our body needs and nutrients and preservatives and XXX. So the exterior of the grocery store is usually least preservatives than the aisles themselves. That makes just sense. A little, makes just a little sense. like random. Like how do you like do you go up and down and I did today. It was interesting. Sometimes I, I kind of do sometimes yeah. now. Probably yeah. a lot less after I see what is over on that side of you. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I you know, I mean, you know there are different stores too. Like Sprouts is a little bit different variation, but it's not one hundred and it's not 100% foolproof either. A lot right. of the stuff that I shop for and that I will show you here, I get from Walmart. And Sprouts doesn't have it and it's clean. And so um, I am by no means labeling one store better than the other, but um, yeah, every store is set up a little bit differently. But generally speaking, if you stick to the outside, to my experience, should be safe. So should we start eating? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're not actually going to eat. <laughs> so what I did, um, I think we'll start with what I got this morning, which is on the lower level. Um, I'll like, yeah, I don't know. I see Skippy. 
I see Skippy. And oh I my see gosh. snack packs. Oh my God. Could I put a, a, a glob of, of Skippy in the snack pack? Don't give me any. This has to sit in my house now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was like, which one am I not going to be tempted? Because like we, so the coolest thing for me, I spent five years in South Africa. If you ever had the opportunity to like, I did not have a single craving and it was so eye opening in that because I didn't recognize any of the marketing, I didn't know what it was and I didn't want any of it. It was so cool. I could literally walk down the chip aisle or the candy aisle and not like feel like I wanted something because I didn't recognize the packaging. I read the words and the words were the same, right? It was Mars and it was Lay's and the words were the same, but the packaging was different. And so the craving was gone. And it was like, how powerful is marketing? Like, and, and that attachment to what feels good and food serving our soul Right. If there's like a sweet that you had that sort of brings back a memory or childhood or something beyond, like how attached are we to that? So this is why never coach. Nothing is on off the table. Everything is on the table. Right. But it's just the awareness of like, am I wanting this or do I just need to come back to that memory in time? And both are OK. Right. So. We talked about health foods, but let's talk about. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm so excited. I just want to be like, okay, then this, then this, then this, but let's try and make it like a little bit. But you had mentioned your mom buying health foods and, but not really looking at the ingredients. So I saw a little video and they mentioned Circle K and I was like, I've heard about it a few times. And I think we all kind of think of, not, is it Circle K? No, Special K. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I'm excited. My brain's not catching up to my mouth. Um, special K, people are like, what the heck, this lady's crazy. Special K. So we kind of know special K is like the health food version of Kellogg's and cereal. So this one is a protein bar, which I know is really like grab and go. Like we're all busy and we have big lives. And again, nobody paid me to talk about them or not about them, just to throw that out there. <laughs> like, and I'm not intending to throw anyone under the bus. Again, everything is fine and it has a place and whatever. But here's the thing. I, was, I saw a video about special K protein bars, but I didn't really follow the video too much. So when I was at the shop, I saw it and I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's see what it looks like. So if you do what most of us do reading labels, right, is we've got the calories and the fat content and the sodium and the sugars and what, 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 and we all focus on that. And these aren't too bad, but I don't really know macros. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not a big macro person. Neither. I just haven't needed to be. And so it's not something I'll put intention into. But when I looked at this side, I'm just gonna read this to you quickly. I don't know if you know this, maybe it's common knowledge, maybe it's not. But where's my video thing? Oh, that's awful. Okay, so there's the ingredient list, right? It's not very clear and don't worry about reading it. But the way ingredients are listed on all products, um, and this is standard for anything that I've ever known, internationally and nationally, whatever, every product, um, is that the most ingredient is the first one listed. So the first, li the first um, ingredient on the list is the one that it has the most of, and it continues on. So the last ingredient is the one that it has the least of. So my habit that I've gotten into is I look at the bottom because the very least is probably like the stuff that we don't really know what it is. 
hopefully. <laughs> so I, the way I read labels is I go to the very bottom, the last ingredient, I flip it over. I don't even know what this looks like. I haven't even looked at the calories and content yet. I go to the very bottom and I look at the last ingredient. And if I know it, we're in good space, right? And not just if I know it, but if it's real food, if it's whole food, if I can pronounce it, um, then we're in good space. Then we'll start to kind of go backwards and see how far up I can go with these ingredients. <clears throat> but this one I didn't. And for some reason I didn't, I looked at the first ingredient and the very first one says soy protein isolate. Well, okay, I mean, soy protein, it's a thing, right? It exists. The second one says sugar. But this is a protein bar. <laughs> and it's a healthy protein bar. And the second ingredient is sugar. The third ingredient is corn syrup and vegetable oil. And these are bold. And I'm like, well, how many more ingredients do I have to go until we get to the real food, right? Like, so this one I did backwards. So this special cake protein bar has 180 calories per bar. Um, 12 grams of protein, which is pretty good if you're thinking about how your protein intake. 21 grams of carbs, I guess it depends on who you are, could be a bit high in how much your carb intake is daily. But out of these nutrition, the most you're getting is from a soy protein isolate, from sugar, and from corn syrup. Like that's where your macros are coming from. <laughs> so here's my, here's my thought process on this. Um, when you work out and when you're trying to eat right and when you're trying to get into caloric deficit, will this work? 100%. But here's the thing. You can burn calories. You can burn sugar. You can burn nutrients from the banana that you're eating. I use banana a lot because that's the biggest question I get. But bananas have so many carbs and sugar. So I use the bananas a lot as an example. You cannot burn chemicals. You can't. So you're burning calories, but the calories you're from that you're getting from this, you're not actually burning because these are chemicals that your body's consuming. So this isn't real, like, I'm just going to say it. This isn't real food, right? Um, so I would skip this one. That would just be my thing. There's lots of other stuff out there, 100%, but start and really, like, my point of all of this is just to get in the habit of looking at chemicals, like looking at labels and understanding are we eating food or are we eating chemicals? So I would definitely skip this one and just get grab some others. Um, I didn't want to spend a ton, so I didn't. And I, well, again, we could do this all day long and everyone has a preference. So I just got a few things, um, but I would definitely read nutrition labels. So this guy, he's gonna hang out there on the floor and he'll probably be in great space for a long time. Like I don't think it's gonna go bad for a while. So what should we do next? Peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. This was so exciting. Like, <laughs> people were looking at me in the shop. By the way, it's the only one without a mask on, and everyone's like, what is going on? <laughs> it was a super interesting experience this morning. So I got Skippy, and I looked at a few different labels, but I picked up Skippy because this one specifically says 25% reduced fat. Yep. Okay. Um, first well, I had people would choose, right? Yeah, right, because you're yeah. looking to cut calories. Again, like all of these, most of these are something sort of advertising. We're doing ranch next, because I'm really excited about that one. Okay. <laughs> so 
I first I picked up GIF because my mom eats GIF. That's what I grew up on. So that was like my natural tendency. And I flipped it over and I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I'm used to seeing this because I've seen it before. Then I got the natural GIF because that's coming, like people are getting it, right? They're like, okay, let's redo some of this stuff. The natural GIF um, still has cane sugar and molasses in the ingredient list. So there's less chemicals for sure, but it's still packed with sugar, right? Whereas this just added, can you burn it? hundred percent, right? But it's still there, like still there. <laughs> it's not that natural, natural sugar, but um, so then I picked up Skippy and I was like, well, let's just see what this looks like. So I picked up the reduced fat one. I'm not even like a fell over almost. The ingredients in this, I'll just read them. Roasted peanuts, corn syrup. So we're starting from the top, which is good. We're starting off on the right foot, roasted peanuts. We got that one. Um, corn syrup is the second one. Sugar, pea protein. You know why I need pea protein and peanuts? Peanut butter, like we added peanut, peanut Salt, hydrogenated vegetable oil, soybean. Um, so then we start getting into the chemical list in which I can't pronounce. So, and it's, I don't know, it's a long, there's a lot of them. That's a lot of ingredients. Yeah. Right? And just as a reference, like, I'm a peanut butter fanatic. I choose Adams just because it's in gloss and I like that. Where is my ingredients? Can you see it? Peanuts. Contains peanuts. Oh, there's a pinch of salt in there. So... Yeah, it's the runny kind. I keep it in my fridge. It's a bit annoying. Like, this is cool. And it tastes amazing. Like, I'm not even going to lie. It's really yummy. But here's the weird part. Okay, so I have this in my hand, and it's 25% reduced fat. Then I had the GIF, and I even took a picture of it because I was so blown away by this. I had the regular GIF, the red label, the red, you know, the red one, the real, the one that we all know. The ingredients, the calories... The macros were identical. 25% reduced fat skippy matched point per point for GIF. So guys, labels and what they say here, there is so little. There, there's a whole thing. Like people spend a lot of time as far as legalizing what you can and can't say on labels, right? What you can advertise. Um, Cheerios having whole grains and doesn't actually have whole grains in them, but there's a way they get away with it. And so what we're reading and what we see, right? Oh, 25 for reduced fat. This is healthy. I'm going to lose weight. Instead, I'm going to get a whole lot of chemicals and I could have had the regular GIF with the exact same or the regular yeah, GIF for the exact same. I couldn't believe it. Can you, like, I didn't even, I, I, let, I was so dumbfounded. I just left. I should have gotten the other Skippy that had who knows what's in there, right? How much more? So I thought that was in crazy. When you start looking at this stuff, you're like, what? How do they get away with this? Like, how are, we're, we're eating this. We're consuming this day after day, right? And if you're like me, a lot of this, more than we should. <laughs> <laughs> but you're only eating peanuts and a little bit of salt. Yes, You're not having to why, off chemical. Yeah, that's why like that's why this is important for me because I can't find Adams anywhere else but Walmart. It's the only place I can find gloss, jar, and I don't even care if it's Adams. I'm looking for glass because we all know plastic transfers. That was kind of a big thing on the news for a while. So that's the other piece, but we won't go that way. But 
I use the, like my whole house is full of Adam's jars, glosses, reusable stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, in, and I eat a lot of peanut butter. And so I want to make sure that as I'm consuming all these calories that I can burn them off and not, my body's not going to be dealing with chemicals as much. Yeah. So yeah. That's a cool so way that was my it. peanut butter journey. I was blown away. Smucker's natural. Okay. In the glass jar is very similar to Adam's. Um, Adam's might be a little bit less expensive, like 50 bucks, but I found it in my grocery store after I heard you say Adam's and now I get Adam's um, because I, you know, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. I think it's really amazing. And I love that it's in glass as well. So check, yeah. check, check. I know. I want to call Adam's and be like, listen, don't you want to like throw me a little bone? Like, oh. <laughs> Let's make it easier to cry into. So I'm not sure what, I haven't like made it my mission to find Adams anywhere else. I'm not like that. I just go where I go because I also have a life and I don't want to spend my life doing all of this, right? So that's kind of why I want to bring it to people too because you do it once or twice and spend that extra time looking into the ingredients rather than just the labels. And then you know, you don't have to do it anymore, right? Because now you know where you're going to go and what you're going to get. So it's just a moment. It's, it takes a little bit extra effort in the front end, but then from then on out, it's smooth sailing. So, speaking of labels, we're doing ranch dressing. Ranch. I don't know, maybe this. Yeah. So, dressing has been a big thing for me um, because I enjoy it some to some degree, and it's really hard to find a good one. So, xanthan gum is in almost every dressing you can find. I did bring my other one. Um, and we can kind of get into gums a little bit later, but um, basically it's a binding agent. It makes it that like gooey, gummy, right? And who knows what gum is for our body? Like, you know, we're not supposed to swallow our gum because it holds in our stomach for seven years is what we're told, like the wife's tale. I don't know if that's true or not. But anytime I see gum in my food, I'm like, seven years? No. <laughs> and there are like acai gum, not acai, acacia gum. Like there are organic and more natural choices, um, but I still feel like if I don't have to, I just don't want to, right? Xanathan sounds like a really big nasty chemical, so I'm just gonna leave it over there. <laughs> so, but the ranch, I was super interested to see. So there's a light and fat-free. Um, and I did this little test with um, a client of mine based on, uh, it was actually a salad bag, but I didn't wanna get salad bag because then it would go bad. So here okay so shopping like we kind of know the classic ranch we have nutrition facts being 130 calories for two tablespoons that's a lot right like that's a lot of calories right and if you're really calorie conscious you're probably going to put this down right after you see that 14 grams of fat um one gram of carb that's cool there's like low carbs in here <laughs> no protein there's no value in this so we're just looking at a whole bunch of calories Okay, so if I'm shopping down the sh store and I see this and I usually get it, maybe I'm going to look at this one that says fat-free ranch dressing. 30 calories, right? This was 130. This is 30. That's a massive difference. Wow. Then we have six grams of carbs, which is dramatically down. This one was, oh, no, it's more carbs. Interesting. No protein, no fat. So clearly on a macro level, this is going to be your option. But... I don't know if this is going to come across. I wish we had a better. If you look at the ingredients, it's actually, I'm going to make them about parallel. 
there's about three extra lines of ingredients on the green one, which is the light one, whereas the blue one has less, just looking at the, the size of the list, right, has less. So the first three ingredients on the green one, the one that says fat-free, which is 30 calories only, is water, corn syrup, and maldexatrin, distilled vinegar, buttermilk, powdered sugar, modified cornstarch. Contains less than 2% of salt, dried garlic, soybean oil, oil, xanathan gum, yada, yada, yada. Like, I haven't actually read a real ingredient yet. Water. <laughs> Water is a real ingredient. <laughs> The other one, soybean oil, water, sugar, egg yolk, salt, buttermilk. These are real foods. Like, are they good foods? Probably not, but they're real foods and your body knows what to do. So you work out for 20 minutes longer and you eat real food versus saving a few extra calories and eating chemicals, right? And we talked about what happens when we eat chemicals is your body attacks itself and down the line. So don't be fooled, right? Don't be fooled in marketing. Fat-free does not mean that it's healthy. Big no. That one was quite cool. Very cool. Thank <laughs> you. And I'm kind of glad I'm not a, a dressing e person. I kind of yeah. like, I'm a fan of like poppy seed or like strawberry balsamic oh. vinaigrette. What do you, what do you have to say about those? Oh, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually was sending you a voice note the other day because I was like, gosh, I really want a dressing. Like that just sounds, we're just craving something like extra. And I Googled some of my own and I'm like, oh, man, this is a lot of work. So I was at Sprouts and I had pulled off, sorry, COVID, every single bottle looking for, <laughs> for healthy, like I <laughs> definitely wasn't doing that. But <laughs> stop it. We're going sideways for this. <laughs> okay, let me see. No, no, no. So I was looking for something without xanathan gum. That was my mission, right? Calories and whatever. This is how we know how I feel at this point. Burn the calories. Don't burn chemicals. So I Googled when I got home dressings without xanathan gum, and I found this really amazing company, and I've heard about them before, called Primal Kitchen. And I was specifically, for some reason, I'm craving an avocado poppy seed dressing. I don't know why. It just was. And so today, when I was at Walmart getting all of this stuff, I went to the dressing aisle for this ranch, and look what I found. At Walmart. Not at Sprouts, at Walmart. So, like, there is stuff out there, you know? And this one doesn't have xanathan gum. Everything in here is organic. Is it more expensive? Yes, 100%. But let's talk about medical bills for a minute. <laughs> Good point. Like, Touche. Sorry, all you medical doctors that make a lot of money on the, the, you know, all those ads that we see, I can eat cheese and feel great, but there's a reason you shouldn't. <laughs> sorry, I'm going to get sued by like pharmaceutical companies are coming after me. I know it. This is my big break. But <laughs> eat real food for crying out loud. So like all of these are organic um, and this will last for a while in my fridge. You know, it's going to have some preservatives in it because that's just what food does when it's processed. It has to, or it won't have a shelf life, but it's going to hang out for a while, right? I'm not going to dump cups of it. It's not going to like 
go through it like water. So Primal Kitchen was a really amazing company to look out for. All of their salad dressings, if you're a salad dressing nut, is a good one to find. I have not found a single one at Sprouts that did not have Xanathan gum and my heart broke. But this one does. So maybe, maybe we can call Sprouts and be like, listen, hi. <laughs> Anyone know Sprouts out there? <laughs> okay, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty. But before we get, I wanted to use this one for last because this one is like, Gosh. we all have something like that in our house. I know we do. Yeah, okay. bought it in Yeah, right? So. <laughs> Gum! Cheetos and pudding. Yes. <laughs> now, okay, um, disclaimer, I don't have children. I don't have to deal with like the kicking and screaming at the shops, right? I, I, I get it. I was the one who was kicking and screaming. 100% hands down, I get it. So what I would definitely say though, is know what's in here. Know what you're saying yes to and where to put your foot down. So especially now that we're like at homeschooling our kids and we know like the attention deficit and like the distractions and the lack of focus and the foggy brain, right? Um, and all of these things that we send our kids off with. So yeah, brain fog is a big one. We didn't even mention brain fog. Like I know when I haven't been doing well because <laughs> stuff doesn't come out right. <laughs> and I'm not clear in my messages, right? And so that's important. But I wanted to pick up like, I think we'll talk about snack pack first. Um, I'm trying to do this in some sort of order. So snack pack, I just kind of grabbed it as a curiosity because we all love snack pack. Like this tastes amazing. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know how I'm going to get through like having this in my house and not eating it. Maybe we'll just donate it to the homeless to people and keep the package. <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> my, my husband's South African. They don't have snack pack like this there. Maybe he'll try it. Yeah. Um, and I will say I picked up two. The, the brand, Walmart's brand, chemicals were less, which was interesting. So listen, like, it doesn't mean you can't have this. It means flip over and see which one is the better choice, right? So this one, there's a hundred servings. Actually, I don't even want to deal with that because it doesn't actually matter because the ingredients in here are water, non-fed milk. Okay, that's not so bad. Sugar, modified cornstarch, palm oil, 2% of cocoa, um, salt, sodium, and then we get into the chemicals like artificial flavors, sodium disosphate, Yellow five and yellow six. Do you see yellow in there? <laughs> For the packaging or what? So the thing about with color dyes is um, really important. And, and my, the reason I got this one wasn't necessarily this the worst thing ever, but there's no, there's no nutrients in here. Like you're not gonna get anything out of this. It tastes good. It's gonna release that serotonin in your brain that says I'm happy for a minute while you're eating it. It's chocolate, it makes me feel good. But there, you're, not, you're not getting anything. There's no benefit to this, right? You're just adding extra empty, I don't wanna say calories because usually kids eat these and I don't like the word calorie and kids together, like that doesn't work. But, um, but I mean, it's really what it is. Like you're just giving them extra stuff that they don't need, right? Um, and again, there's a time of place and there's some that are better than others, but the yellow dyes, that's what caught me on this one is because there's nothing in here that's yellow. And food dyes are starting to be linked to things like autism, ADHD, um, things that kids really suffer with this, right? Autoimmune disease, depression, 
um, anxiety, anxiety, red dye and anxiety, hand in hand is what we're kind of coming out with and what all these studies are showing. And so yellow is not as study prominent, red and blue are the two biggest right now. There's a lot of allergens coming out to blue. My nephew is allergic to blue dyes um, and it just causes him to go crazy. This is what they figured out. So um, just look at dye. Like if there's no color in here, why do we need dyes? I don't get it. But coming to red dye. Yeah. Ah. Red dye is a really big ingredient. Doritos, Cheetos, like I had all of them in my hands. I'm like, I don't need, just give me one. The one that I don't like is Flaming Hot, so this is why I grabbed this one. Like, I'm a real person. I'll enjoy little things like this. It's a small packet. It would have been right. So red dye is prominent in here. We've got yellow. We've got red. We've got a whole bunch of different yellows. Red, lake yellow, lake yellow, five, six, sunflower oil, um, cornmeal. I mean, the, the answer is, are your kids going to go crazy? Like, sugar isn't even, there's, there's no sugar in here. There's not even any sugar. Like, at least you could blame the sugar. There's no sugar in here. Zero. I never didn't even notice that before. Sugar, zero. So, where do you think we're getting our energy and our crazy attitude after we have our hot Cheetos? Red dye. And you will be surprised on how many things that we consume. Even, like, pre-workout, almost every pre-workout on the shelf has red or blue dye in it. Why? Because it has to be colored pretty. Like... Pre-workout, we're getting red dye. Well, it's not the pre-workout that's working, it's the red dye that's working. <laughs> wow. You know, Never thought of it like that. So look at your sports drinks, look at your um, the stuff that you're eating. That red dye is huge. And we're giving our kids this stuff. You know, and like you said, it's nothing that happens like right then and there. And it's everything that happens over time. And we develop in and, and high fructose corn syrup. The argument is, well, it's corn. But actually, the reality is what happens is it creates um, a chemical reaction in your body. High fructose corn syrup. We can't digest corn. We're not supposed to eat corn. Like our bodies don't digest it. Have you ever noticed after you eat corn, what shows up whole at the end of the line? We don't digest corn. It is a whole food. It is a real food, but our bodies don't know how to do it. Same with grass. If you were to go eat grass, you have to process it and it has to go through a thing before stomachs. This is why cows have multiple stomachs. We don't. They can process grass. We can't. Why do you think dogs eat grass when they have a in something? It helps them throw up. So along that went wide sideways quickly, but my point is high fructose corn syrup. We always hear these battles, right? But it's corn, so it's okay but it's like sugar and it does. So what high fructose corn syrup actually does is it kills the chemicals in your brain that tell you you're full. It kills those chemicals in your brain. Um, I had the name earlier. It's a big one. I lost it. Don't worry about it. It's been a long day already. So it kills those chemicals in your brain that tell you when you're full. And so we continue to eat. It also develops a... Um, an addiction, a sugar addiction, which is real. It science says sugar is real. Sugar addiction is real. We are actually addicted to sugar. I'll okay? tell you, it's real. Real. Yeah. For sure. For Addict. sure. Detox from sugar is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. So when you put the two together, you have an addiction to something that you don't know when to stop eating, right? So anything that has that high fructose corn syrup in it, it is corn. It's a real food. It comes from. It is a process 
but our body doesn't know what to do with it. And this wow. is what happens. It creates um, candida. I don't know if you know what that is. To, um, a yeast? Is that the right word? It's a fungus. It's like oh, a, isn't it like a bacteria in your stomach that creates yes. havoc? It is, yeah, it's full. It's, it, it comes yeast. from yeast, I believe. But it, yeah, it's a bacteria in your stomach. And it's okay to have some in there, but high fructose corn syrup feeds it. Ah. And so it grows. And the more that we have, the more that it takes over our brain patterns, our thought processes, it takes over our emotional state, it takes over our being able to walk away from a bag of flaming Hot Doritos, it controls us. So the yes. food that we're eating, we're no longer in control of our emotions, we're no longer in control of our thoughts, we are no longer in control of our lives, and Kellogg's has taken over. And you know what? They know it. Like they, they totally know it. this is all planned, right? Like the marketing, even the red and isn't it like market, uh, McDonald's red and yellow are specifically chosen because they elicit a hunger response in humans. So like even the Doritos and it's like, it's crazy how deep it goes. Like what you yeah. just said about being addicted to something that you don't, what, how did you say it? Like being addicted oh. to something that you don't know when you're full of is like scary. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's as bad as cigarettes. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're addicted to something. You can't put it down. It's, it's, you might as well be smoking cigarettes. <laughs> smoking a Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't smoke Cheetos. Big disclaimer. <laughs> or snort Don't them. actually, don't. right. Don't. don't. <laughs> addicted what? <laughs> Where do we go with this? Okay, no, but I want to do one more thing. This one. So this is um, this is just a regular because it's expensive, and I'm just gonna sit here. But <laughs> it's my default to everything. But you know, we are fully conscious as far as what we're spending on different things, and chances are, growing for a less expensive item is where most of us are at right now because we're in a financial deficit, right? So I grabbed this is. Walmart's brand, great value vegetable oil, but every single vegetable oil you grab, minus, they're really hard to find, I'm not even gonna lie. So this is, um, I use, I didn't even notice it was vegetable oil, but there's a whole bunch of kind, avocado oil, vegetable, uh, um, olive Coconut, oil. canola. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. I'm there's excited a whole bunch that we're And again, this is a whole different depth. Like people actually like all oils and, there's a whole thing to this, right? So we're just gonna go with the top surface and what we grab. Um, they have different like heat points and what you should be using and shouldn't, but um, for this particular thing. So this one has soybean oil, soy lectin, and then there's this other word in here and it's dimethanol silicone. And it says for anti-foaming is what is in the brackets after it. And you'll find it on every bottle to the most part. They're very hard to find without it. Dimethanol silicone is silly putty. You know that stuff that you put on newspaper that like transfers? Silly putty. So it keeps the oil from foaming. Now, you were talking about McDonald's. Do you know what they use in their oil so they can preserve it and use it longer and make more fries on the same batch? Silly putty. So the, the potatoes that you're getting at McDonald's are fine. How they're cooked in the oil that they're cooked in, you're eating silly putty. How does your body know what to do? It doesn't. So every Pam 
vegetable oils, soy. Um, I actually was hoping this was olive oil. So I apologize for not getting olive oil, avocado oils. All of these have them in it. You have to be very careful. There are a couple out there and I only I threw it on the floor earlier. <laughs> Just only for the fact of like, showing you the, the alternative, right? Not like, this is what I get, and this is the one you have to get, but just to know that it is out there. So this one, I think we get at Fry's. It's the only place we can find it. Yes, we go to like three different shops to get the stuff that we want, and that's just the way it goes. Um, and it took me the long, I was like, I don't know what's in this. I can't find it anywhere. You know why I can't find it anywhere? Because the only thing in here is extra virgin olive oil, <laughs> like the ingredients right there. Huh. It does. I did find it really tiny. Ingredients, extra virgin olive oil. Um, but it does exist. It's just really hard to find. Yeah. Um, so that's a really big one for me. That was kind of like the big kickoff of this whole journey was like, how often do we make scrambled eggs in the morning thinking we're doing something healthy for ourselves? And even using an avocado oil that has this non-foaming agent in it. So regardless if you know the word I said or not, because I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, there's a bracket that says for non-foaming. It specifically says that. And that is silicone. It's silly putty. Oh, my gosh. We don't need silly putty. Like, maybe some of us say glue. <laughs> Sometimes. I did try um, Play-Doh. Like, I liked the saltiness of it. So I was a big Play-Doh eater. Like, we've done these things. We don't need to keep doing them. Right? <laughs> I just admitted to how, I don't know how many people are watching this that I played it as a kid because it was salty. I've definitely tried it. I sure. mean, I didn't probably would today. The smell. Homemade, so homemade Play-Doh. I'm sure. So that's my thing. Um, I did bring out a couple items like from my kitchen. My husband likes pasta sauce. This is all organic. It's Sprouts brand. There's only a few ingredients in here. Um, diced tomatoes. Juice, tomato puree, water, olive oil, basil, onion, cane sugar. So what? You can burn that off. Wow. Right? Um, the last ingredient is dried parsley. I know what that is. <laughs> My body knows what it is. Um, and then he is, this guy is, eats mustard. I don't know why I'm just like ripping on my husband all of a sudden, but he eats mustard. I can't tell you how much mustard he ate. And so I looked at the back because I'm like, what are you? I know, I'm also, but South Africa, they don't get mustard. So he has like a lifetime of catching up. <laughs> So the last thing in here is paprika, turmeric, sea salt, mustard seed, vinegar, and water. So there's so many things that you can do, right, to change the flavors of your food. You don't have to eat boring, bland stuff. It does exist. What you do have to do is take a few minutes and be mindful when you're at the shops, right? Maybe, maybe you see this and you're like, you know what, I'm going to try it. Maybe you get a babysitter for the kids and go by yourself until you know the brands and the products in which you want to do, right? And that way they're not running after the things they don't want. Maybe just taking a few minutes and it's also self-care, right? So you're, you're really nourishing your body yourself, kind of have that free time. I know we, none of us really like the grocery store right now, but even shopping online, you should be able to see the ingredients in the products that you're picking. And that might be a good way to learn products as well. So you're not having to touch everything and pick it up. But just take that extra minute to look and see what is in your food. Check the dirty dozen list um, and just make the choices that make most sense to you right now. That's, that's my 
wholehearted, <laughs> long ass message. <laughs> like this stuff really like gets you excited because you know, I also thought like, no, if our government didn't think it was good for us, then, you know, they wouldn't have it on the shelves. But it's really quite eye-opening to know how little control our government has over these massive big box companies. And just to name drop, if you're following and want to know, there's a chick called Vani, uh, I can't think of her last name, aka Food Babe, that has really taken this on. And she's thrown these chemicals. And what's super sad is internationally, these chemicals don't exist. That's massive, right? You can go to Europe and get the same product in the same box from the same company with half the chemicals and the preservatives in there. And that's really powerful. So she's gone through and she said, like, listen, <laughs> what's the deal, right? Um, and so she's really making a big, and she's been kind of my, like, following her lead in this and, and kind of shouting out to what else I'm finding. So um, the food bay would be a good one if you really want to get into it and learn more and dive deeper um, as far as the chemicals and that. This is kind of the max of my knowledge when it comes to chemicals in our food. These are like my guidelines. And what I always tell my clients is look for, my intention is five, five ingredients or less. Um, because our body knows how to do it. And we're really getting the most out of our food and the absolute like benefit out of our food. So, so much goodness. And I just had a thought and I just want to say it before it's gone. Yeah. Um, so when you're talking to so like our bodies knowing what to do with the food that we eat, like digest it and stuff like that, when it doesn't know what to do, like I, I would imagine that a, a stress response is created, um, which inflammation, I'm sure stress, yes, cortisol up, burning fat, not going to happen. So like, I think that by people going maybe for the reduced fat or the reduced sugar and going for these things that have maybe less fat, but more chemicals, we're actually creating a whole other cascade of like negative weight loss effects kind of. Yes. So I just wanted to say that before it left my brain. No, um, and you're, that's exactly right. And let me tag onto that a little bit more because it's even more than that. <clears throat> and what's really cool, I think, I think you and I had mentioned it or talked to somebody, but um, I, I heard this study just recently um, is that, if you're eating processed foods, you're consuming 100% of these, chem of these um, calories, 100%. Now your body does use calories to digest, right? But these foods that are not digestible because they're chemicals, you're not burning anything digesting the food and you're consuming 100% of them. Now, if you were to eat a whole food, um, the study specifically, I'll use the study specific, was done on almonds. Um, in a controlled group, in a placebo and all of how studies are done, it was whatever done right. <laughs> but the study was on almonds, and it was one group ate almonds, the other group ate almonds butter, which was processed food, so it had already been through its processes. We consumed a drastic percent less of the almonds the people consume of those calories. So they weren't eating the whole calorie of the almond. The body was only doing what it needed to, and then they were excreting the rest of the calories. Whereas people who ate the almond butter were consuming 100% of those calories. So even if calories are a big point of what you're consuming, know that you, if you're eating whole foods, real foods, you're not getting all of those calories anyways. 
like you're getting a portion of it. So even more the reason like eat the whole food, right? Because you're not going to get all of those calories. Um, so yeah, hundred percent spot on. And then your body knows what to do with it. And it's not increasing those flight, those cortisol levels and the stress reduce responses and holding on and inflammation and bloating and all the other things that your body does because it's getting stuff that it doesn't know what to do with. And it's in a state of panic and it doesn't know when the next nutrients are coming. So it's going to store everything because it doesn't know when you're going to give it a nice, fresh, crisp, organic apple again, <laughs> right? Or whatever. I don't know. But. Yeah. Do you, do you have any opinion on artificial sweeteners? Um, and the reason I say that is because when I was bodybuilding, there was a couple of years there where I tried to do everything that I could to get sweet stuff in my diet. And the more like I felt so much better when I cut it out. And even when I would cut out gum, like just regular chewing gum, when I would cut it out and not have those artificial sweeteners, I would drop like three to five pounds of just water. Cause I was holding on to a bunch of bullshit from the gums and from Splenda. And I would put Splenda on my eggs that was like coated in Pam. Like, like now I'm like, Oh my God, what was I doing? how did I get lean? Um, so I'm, I'm curious about your, cause I do artificial sweeteners create the same insulin response as regular sugar our body just now it's spiked its insulin and it doesn't know what to do what we're eating um artificial sweeteners is a tricky one i think and especially with my like level of knowledge on all of it <clears throat> i know that there are some natural artificial sweeteners right i would say yes it would it from everything that i know and what makes sense in my brain that every sweetener will will absolutely trigger insulin response, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there are natural ones. Um, there are low calorie ones like honey is a natural sweetener, molasses, this sort of things, right. But you're still going to get that insulin response. Um, and so I really think if you are going to add a sweetener, like organic sugar is just as good as, you know, anything else. And it really does. Oh no, you're frozen. Am I frozen? Shit. Oh, oh no. you're back. Wait, you're back. Okay. I think, oh no, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> did I freeze? Um, we both probably did, but yeah, on my, okay. for my end. Yeah. Gotcha. So did you get any of that? Um, no. <laughs> Okay, so I would, I would really look at, I would look at staying more on a natural, yeah, artif always artificial sweetener, but on a natural side of it because your body's going to recognize it more. Um, at, but at the same time, I would look at a whole space, like what does everything look like? Is that okay? So my weakness is Coke Zero. I'm not even gonna lie. If I need something sweet, I've got it in the freezer or in the fridge, um, and that's my thing. I don't eat a lot of chemicals, so I feel like my balance is that. I know a lot of people who would like probably never talk to me again because they know I drink Coke Zero sometimes, sometimes more than I should. <laughs> but that's like, it, it is a balance and I try to balance that out. And that's really like what the biggest part is. If there's something that, you know, you absolutely, like this really helps you get through X, right? Or if this really helps you get through whatever, 
then 100%. Just check what everything else balances out to be. Um, the natural, the better, always. But sometimes, like, they don't make natural Coke Zero. <laughs> I don't know why they should. <laughs> um, in a glass bottle, preferably, because I also don't like that part. <laughs> but, yeah. So I don't fully have an opinion about it. It's just, how do you feel about it, you know? Like, have you tried, like, I think... Stevia? Stevia, yeah. the natural one. I've tried Stevia for sure. What I've noticed is that like when I, when I start putting artificial sweeteners like in my coffee or whatever, I tend to want more sweet things. So it sets me off yeah. on like a sweet trigger response. And now I'm like, I need, so it kind of triggers me in a negative way that I want mm -hmm. more sweet stuff. I don't, and now I have like, I have like none of it now. I used to like, and I'll, I'll probably get like a diet Dr. Pepper, like every now and again too, same thing. But even that, like I'll notice, even if I have that, I want more sweet things, but I yes. definitely stay away from sweet and low. I stay away from Splenda. I don't, I don't even need it anymore. And if I do want some in my coffee, I, I'll go with the stevia or whatever, or some, I've been doing the raw sugar, sugar in the raw. And cause mm -hmm. it stays kind of crunchy and you can suck it up through your straw. It's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> so I've been doing, I, it's been a big lesson for me. And when I was bodybuilding and everything was so clean, I could tell immediately if I had a piece of gum, I mean, my belly would start to bubble and it was just the artificial sweeteners that I was swallowing or like having Splenda. Like I would just notice it. I would get bloated. I like, I would start to hold water and I would trigger, it would trigger me to go get more sweet stuff. So now it's actually yeah. really awesome that I don't have it and I don't have a big trigger sweet response anymore. And it, it is something that you can get to. Um, and it is kind of a cool, it's like, it's like if you drink, right? You drink occasionally and a couple drinks affects you. If you drink all the time, it's not going to affect you too much, right? And um, I remember one specific thing. I had actually cut out sugar, not intentionally, but I was living on a very tight budget. And um, I knew that chicken and vegetables worked really well for me as far as like all pieces that need to work well. Like I knew <laughs> financially it worked and body it worked and everything worked. So there was a good year in which I literally just, before I even was bodybuilding, I was eating like that already. And um, because it was just, it, it was secure. You know what I mean? Like when you have that security. And so I was with a friend and they went and I had, I had allowed myself still an ice cream on Sunday, but it was just a very like soft serve, super chill ice cream. And they went to a different place that I hadn't been. And it came back with like, they, they put the chocolate on the side for me. And I hadn't had chocolate in a really long time. So I ate it. And I was bouncing off the walls like a four-year-old. And people were like, what is wrong with you? I like hadn't had sugar like that before. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I totally need to eat this all the time. But was like, crap, but it was sugar. And um, so it is possible to reduce it. And it is possible to have it here and there and sometimes. And you get that, like, it tastes so um, it's so much better and you appreciate that taste so much better but 100% because after that it was so hard like the next day I woke up and I'm like who's having pancakes for breakfast <laughs> like, there's a trick um, that I learned and I haven't actually done it yet because I feel like I'm, I've kind of graduated in that self-control level not all the time but um, I have a very my husband is strict, not strict with me, but like with the food that we have in our house. So I have that like extra edge to lean on, but you can buy a tongue scraper. And if you have a sweet meal or like, um, I call them treat days, not a cheat day. It's a treat day. I don't even like the word treat. I call it a relaxed meal. Let's say that. Um, and you know, if it's not something you regularly have, 
and it does trigger that response. If you get a tongue scraper, which are super inexpensive, you can get them on, I think a lot of places, it's definitely on Amazon, and you, when you're brushing your teeth, you scrape your tongue that night. You are removing those, those flavoroids from your tongue and your palate so that the next morning they're not still there. Um, and it's been really, really useful and helpful. Like I know a lot of people who are doing like extreme diets and that sort of thing, um, like swear by it. It's just cleaning your tongue and not with a toothbrush. It's, a, it's a properly designed to get rid of those excess like little, I don't know if flavoroids is actually what they're called, but it sounds cool. So they get rid of those things that hang on your tongue that make you want those sweets. Oh my gosh, noted. Going yeah, shopping on Amazon today. And it's an Ayurvedic thing too, tongue scrapers. So <sighs> even better. It's a good body. Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Is there any other kind of food that we didn't cover? I mean, we went over produce, we went over in between the aisles, the chemicals. I love, I love your piece about you can burn off food can't burn off chemicals that that hit home for me and made so much sense and I was like you're right yeah yeah 100 percent like enjoy like every food has a purpose you know like put your kid's birthday eat the cake right yeah. <laughs> maybe make it so you know what's in it rather than preservatives but eat the cake anyways yeah 100 percent like you can always burn calories right calories are nothing more than a math it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a measure. Calories aren't a food, right? It's, it's, a, it's a point of measure. And if you can think of calories the same as you think of like 10 feet, you're just measuring 10 feet. It means nothing. It's, it's not relevant to what your body's actually doing. Then we can kind of relax a little bit about how to eat, you know, and really listen to, am I hungry? Am I bored? does this just look good? <laughs> you know, like yeah. if we could like track how many people buy a bag of Doritos because they see it on this little thing right here, having no need for it five minutes before seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So am I being triggered by marketing? Am I being triggered by an emotional response? Do I just want to eat the damn food and like move on? And that's the other side to it, right? So if you eat the Cheetos, eat the Cheetos, but don't spend 10 days worrying about the Cheetos that you ate, right? Move on. You ate it. You consciously made that decision that I'm going to have this and that's okay. Yep. And then we move on. This is my theory. Someone will prove it someday. Men, you know how they say like men um, lose weight faster than women? Yeah. So this is borderline sexist and I apologize for offending anybody it's not my intention but in a whole in general men don't really worry about what they eat they kind of just eat it and then they forgot that they ate it <laughs> right yeah mm -hmm. we me I'm gonna say women and I again I apologize for offending anybody women tend to eat something and like four days later like oh, but I had that cake three days ago oh yeah you're still eating it. If you're stressing about it and thinking about it, even if you're not even like stressing about it, but if you're thinking about it, it's conscious in your brain. You're telling you shouldn't have done that. Your body's listening and it's triggering a stress response in that you've done something bad and it's holding on to that. So men lose weight because they don't worry about what they're eating. The stress level is gone. That's my theory. <laughs> I think that's a great theory. Because girl, yeah, we take it to the gym with us and then we have a, a workout full of punishment and guilt 
over what we ate a week ago. Like we hold on to it and take it because we were so concerned about reduced fat and less calories and, you know, all of these other things that create the mental stuff that is a female. I love your theory. I think that's great. Thanks. Hope everybody's listening. <laughs> Everybody listening, eat the Cheetos and then be done with the Cheetos when you're done with them and then go Cheers about your day. And leave it. If you're yeah. going to make the choice, make the choice. Like, just don't worry about it. Know that it's not going to do much to you. Just yeah. keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't let one thing ruin your whole entire day. <laughs> yeah. Because like, that can lead... Silly. And that can lead to a whole day. Like sometimes when people, instead of being one bag of Cheetos and just leave it and put it where it is, people who say, well, I screwed up. I might as well just go the whole rest of the day. Now Ooh. you have two thousand. Oh yeah. Me, d- dude, I would, I would, <laughs> my cheat meal would start in the morning knowing that I would have all day to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually used to frustrate about that. And it's funny that like, as you mentioned, the, the sweetener in triggering the sweetness, I used to love going to breakfast, but it would ruin my whole day. I don't enjoy going to breakfast anymore because then I'm like just wanting and like the whole day is like, how do I get rid of this sweetness response? So like pancakes are good for night. (laughs) I agree. So yeah, like it's all balanced. And then it's a body weight, it's water weight, right? Your body's response. You feel like you gained 10 pounds after eating one meal. It's just water weight. It's not real. But now we're kind of going down a whole nother path here. So (laughs) I feel like we could go down this path for a long time. Oh my gosh, nutrition could be months and months of content just to, and even answering questions and so, oh yeah, questions. We're still live on Facebook. Oh yeah, do we have any? (laughs) I don't even know how to check. People are laughing at us. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well that's okay. There's 13 comments. Should I look at them? Months and months of content. How do I turn this volume off? You hear yourself? That's me. (laughs) Oh, My husband says, can I have my mustard back? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Peanut, I like Skippy and American Garden. Janot, Bella, um, that's in a different language. I don't know. Brian wants you to flex your guns. Um, How come General Mills cereal makes acceptable for European markets to feed the U.S. crap, right? That's a good one. Rosemary says this. Yeah. Um, Vani is on it. Food babe. She has like leveled up in all this. Uh, super awesome. I definitely recommend following, checking her out. And just, um, I know she has her whole line of new, of um, like plant proteins and, and stuff now as well. But like her main, where all this came from was exactly that. Um, Kellogg's General Mills Bud Light. You know how with like the last Super Bowl, I don't know if you watched it, like the Bud Light was like, we have no preservatives, right? That was her that kicked all of those commercials off. Like she's the one that went into those beer companies and was like, look here, look what you're doing. Like, I'm going to like throw this to the public if you don't fix it. Wow. So she's a cool chick. Um, I think she's a cool chick. She's fun to follow. Huh? I said, thanks, Bit Babe. Yeah, thanks. We... Food babe. Food babe. babe. (laughs) Now I forgot. (laughs) Um, Some of these, my husband's on here quite a a bit. He needs his mustard. (laughs) It's meal time. Uh, Some of them are in language. I can't. um, You know, I don't go deeper in the shop. Yeah. Some of these I don't really understand really are. But anyway, so, but the one was, yeah, awesome. (laughs) 
Well, thank you guys for watching and tuning in. Joanna, yes. do you have any last words? Oh, wait, first of all, where can people find you and your level oh. up life coaching? Hello. Yes. <laughs> um, I uh, like, yeah, of course. Um, so Havinga Health is on Facebook. I'm also on Facebook. My name's in the little corner there. Can you see that on the thing? I think live. I think you can. Um, anyways, Janet Havinga on Facebook. Um, yeah, I have a brand new program starting in the beginning of June. So I'm really excited about that. And this is a big chunk of it, right? So we're going to really dive deep into this. Um, so Facebook is probably the best, HavingaHealth.com. I'm on there as well. Um, Instagram is my name. I'm all over the place. You just got to look a little bit. <laughs> well, we'll make sure to put all the links uh, below and make sure it's easy for people to find you because I think this is amazing information and you're an amazing coach and yes, people need to find you. Uh, yeah, thank you. And um, this was awesome. Like, thank you for like hosting me and having me and like, yeah, this is fun. Let's do it again. This is amazing. I learned a lot. I'm like, actually, I just, I honestly need to know this stuff. So, so which one are we going to get? <laughs> um, no, primal, primal. Yeah, Primal okay. Kitchen. They had quite a few. Okay. Noted. Yeah, let's give him a big shout out. All right, I'm going to give my husband his mustard back. <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. And yes, thank we'll, you. Yes, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks, Janet. Thank you.